0: welcome to diary of an empath episode three i am your host grace empath extraordinaire and today i want to talk about adulthood because i was just pondering on the topic um as i was doing a walking meditation the other day and i was thinking about how in our society We turn 18, and then everyone says, Okay, you're responsible for yourself, and you're an adult. And now, if you choose to, you can um, get loans and put yourself in debt. If you choose to, you can leave your parents' home and never look back. If you choose to, you can get married. Um, You can um, have access to certain substances, or maybe that's more 21 when we can start drinking. And I think smoke marijuana legally um not sure what the age is for that um but we have this number right that we've been told for a really long time that when you're 18 you're an adult you're an adult you're an adult and a lot of people equate a number and age with maturation as if the number in and of itself is wisdom right oh you're this you're this number so you have this wisdom or you should know this thing or you should have experienced that thing or whatever it is we have these narratives that run through our mind and yet when we look around we see people who are in their 50s and 60s that act more like a 15 year old and then sometimes you can meet an 18 year old and you're like whoa you're acting like you are you know In your 30s or 40s already. So the number doesn't really say much for us because in our society, I think when we do turn 18, we don't have any tools. We have no tools on what the heck we're doing. And so we're walking around in these adult bodies and we're feeling scared. We're feeling lost. We're feeling, um, confused. We don't have clarity. We don't understand what purpose is or what our purpose is. Um, We don't know what the hell's going on, but yet now we feel like we're supposed to know and society is looking at us and saying, yeah, you're supposed to know, even though society in itself, which is just other people also don't know what they're doing in their individual lives. So it's this, it's this catch because We all think we should know what we're doing as adults and understand what that is and have a certain level of wisdom um, and experience. And yet everyone doesn't because we all mature at our own level, in our own ways, on our own specific journey. But that that is why it is so imperative that we parent our inner child. And that's the stuff that nobody tells us when we we are in it when we become an adult, when we turn 18. I know I went through a lot of suffering and I'm pretty sure many of you listening to this have gone through a lot of suffering as well because no one taught us the most valuable thing that they should have taught us is you need to parent your inner child when you become an adult. You need to now be the parent that your parents couldn't be for you. All the parts of your parents' fragmented consciousness fragmented psyche that was projected onto their pain, their trauma, their inner child basically that was projected onto you, you now have to work through how that influenced you as a human being, how that influences the way you see the world, how you see yourself, how you show up for others and for yourself and you've got to parent that. You've got to integrate that. You've got to work through how that has shaped you, good or bad, right? It's not that everything that our parents uh, have done for us or the experiences we had in our family home was all just straight up negative. But it's about also deciphering, okay, what are the the things that they taught me that really did resonate with me that I want to take with me? What are the things that they taught me that did not resonate with me that I need to work through? Because if I don't recognize these things and I don't look them in the face, then I will just become versions of my parents. And I think that's really, really hard because when we're younger, we're like, I'm never going to be like my mom and dad. Like, especially in those moments where we're facing challenges with them, especially in those moments when we're not, Resonating with the way that they are raising us and interacting with us, we definitely can say never again. But if we don't recognize that, we are like, how can I? What's a good example? Think of a piece of, think of strawberries, chocolate covered strawberries. We're the strawberry, and in our family system is the chocolate. Okay. And so what we'll do is we'll say, I'm never going to be a, a chocolate covered strawberry, like ever. Yet you're swimming in the chocolate from zero to 18. Okay. And then you go out on your own and you're like totally a chocolate covered strawberry, walking around like you're just the strawberry. No. To say that you haven't been influenced by your family system, your family origin, is is not that's not rational boo that's not that's not <laughs> it just it cannot be you've been swimming in the chocolate man so when you go out and you become an adult please believe you are a chocolate covered strawberry do you really like this example i love this example um but yeah there's and we may not be com- completely immersed Right. Because we did recognize there is parts that are really traumatic or abusive that we really don't want to replicate in any way with other people. But to say that you don't have any pieces of your parents on you is just false. Okay, And sometimes you don't even realize this until you have your own kids and then it really comes out and then you're really annoyed because you're like, oh, shit, I am my mother. I am my father because i just said something or did something that was exactly the way they would have handled the situation when i was a child okay but it is so important going back to just how imperative it is for us to understand these things so that we can parent our inner child and these are the things that are that no one tells us we are we are walking around i don't want to say tainted in a bad way but just that's the best word I can use, but like tainted. And I'm saying it neutrally with no negative connotation or positive connotation, but we're tainted from our family systems, from our parents. And if we want to break cycles, because this is what we're here for. We're here to master our emotions, to understand who we are and to express the love in which we are in this world in whichever way that we want to do that. And especially for those of you who are parents or want to be parents, this is something we definitely need to look at. We definitely need to be able to say, okay, what parts of me are my parents? What parts of the trauma and the pain and the wounding that I experienced by being in that family system affects the way I see the world? Do I see the world in a way where it's harsh and that nothing um, and it's not easy and it's a hustle and people are not going to be kind to me or people are going to hurt me or people are not going to love me or I'm not worthy or I'm not smart enough or whatever those things may be? How much of those types of narratives are actually rooted in experiences that you've had as a child? I would say like most of them. And if not a child, probably a young adult. Most of the things that we do and the way that we do it is because directly or it's directly a cause of experiences or lack of experiences that we've had as children. And what happens is that we have these fragmented psyches I equate it to the fact that we all start off when we're born with this vase. And the vase represents our brain and our psyche and our consciousness. And it's whole and it's complete. And we may not know how to articulate these this, but we we feel good about who we are as a baby. There's no babies that are suicidal when they're born. There's no babies that are like, damn, I hate being this baby. Oh, damn, I don't like my nose. You know? Like babies don't hate themselves. Okay. So we start off as this vase and then over time our parents project things on us or we have traumatic experiences or we have their um you know we get abused in different ways or you know, all kinds of things that have happened in our lives, not just, just our parents. We could have had a teacher that did something or said something. We could have had a sibling. We could have had a friend. We could have had a family member outside of the, our parents, you know, we could have had a lot of different experiences, but all those experiences crack at the vase, crack at the psyche. And so when we are adults, we don't realize, okay, that we don't have a whole glass vase anymore anymore that we have a broken vase that is shattered into many pieces. Now, here's the caveat here. The pieces of the the vase are different sizes for different people. So the more abuse and the more trauma that you have experienced in your life, the smaller the pieces, meaning the vase broke into many, many more pieces, meaning you are more fragmented in your consciousness and your psyche, which means that you have You're more insane, basically, to put it bluntly. You're more insane um, because the ego had to break up into so many pieces in order to keep you alive, in order for you to cope, in order for you to survive what you went through. Other people's faces may have been broken into pieces, but they're chunkier pieces because the trauma wasn't that severe, but they still had trauma, Maybe the only types of trauma they had was being pushed to like get perfect grades and like do all these activities and like you have to be a doctor, but you don't want to be a doctor. But everything else in their household was pretty cool, you know, or everything else was pretty cool, but they kind of just their parents weren't in alignment. So they just grew up seeing their parents fight all the time. But, you know, nothing was really like specifically displayed on the child, but they just bared witness to their parents' own suffering with each other. You may your fragmented vase, but you have bigger pieces. Does that make sense? And so we become 18 and we think we, that this number means something. And we know deep down it like doesn't because we are in this body and having this experience and we know we don't know shit and we, we keep going and we don't even know when we really feel like an adult. And I will tell you my own personal life, I didn't really feel like I was an adult until I really started working through my trauma story and really started basically working through putting the pieces of my broken vase together. And this was once I got divorced and I was already a mother for many, many years. You would think being a mother, I would feel like an adult. I didn't. I didn't really know. It was just like this concept. It was just like this word, like adulthood. What is that? I didn't really, I mean, I just felt like me, whatever me was, but I didn't feel like, quote, unquote, an adult. Excuse me. So it wasn't until I actually looked at myself in the mirror and looked at my deficits and looked at my pain and felt my pain and worked through my shadows and really understood that I was even empathic because I didn't know I was empathic and saw the connections to the suffering that I created from being an unaware empath. All of these things, my friends, all these things helped me to say, okay, now I'm going to actually start a self-development spiritual walk. And once I started that journey is when I was able to start picking up the pieces of my vase and gluing it back together. And the glue is love, okay? The glue to your vase is love. That's how you put the pieces back together, by being non judgmental by having compassion, by having patience, all for yourself first, by honoring yourself, by honoring what you need in this life, by honoring what you need from people, by honoring the fact that you may not know who the hell you are and that it's time to now figure out what that is and what that looks like and how you want to show up in this world. But that's how you pick up the pieces to your vase to your consciousness, to your psyche, and you put that love in there and it just glues it like super glue, okay? This is our journey. This is what it means to mature. That's what maturation is. That's what wisdom is about. It's not about the number. It's not about how many years you've been on this planet because, again, you can be on this planet as a human, for 50 years, for 60 years, but if you never stop and do the work and even realize that you have this higher consciousness that is this vase that is broken into pieces, that your psyche needs to be healed, that your heart needs to be healed, then you'll walk around in an adult body, but really a child at heart, a fragmented child at heart, So, for those of us on this journey, for those of us that are feeling lost and scared and confused and I'm not knowing, I would definitely want for you to take some time to look in the mirror, and I mean like physically look in the mirror, and be like, do I even know myself? How do I start this journey on on knowing more of myself? How do I get real with myself? Right? Right? Because when we can get real with what our deficits are, when we can get real with what's not serving us in our life, what is actually not making us happy, and going deeper and asking ourselves those questions and going down our own rabbit hole, that's how you find the broken pieces of your vase. And then you can start picking them up. You can scoop them up, you can pick them up one by one. However, your path and your journey is supposed to be for you, that works for you. Pick up those pieces. Glue them back together with love. And then I trust me, trust me. Then you'll start feeling like a whole person. And then you'll start feeling like, oh, I'm integrating my childhood wounding and my story into my adult body. And then you'll start feeling like an adult. And you'll start feeling it because you're maturing. And you're maturing because you're healing. It doesn't matter if you have a wife, a husband, kids, bills, debt, that does not make you an adult. That's not what this life's about. This life is about mastering our emotions. This life is about honoring our sovereignty. This life is about love in the simplest form. This life is about love, self-love, and then radiating that love that you have for yourself out into this world. And as empathic people, we feel so deeply And I know that when we don't know who we are, and I'm going to get a little bit more into this when I do my episode on being an unaware empath, but when we don't know who we are, especially us empaths, we learn how to freaking protect those deep emotions and we push those broken glass pieces of our psyche way deep down somewhere to protect ourselves because of the things that we experienced, not knowing Um, How to handle the depth of how we feel. This is something that I still trip out on, but I want you guys to know as empathic people, you feel in a way that most people don't. You see and experience this world around you in a way that most people don't because they are deeply asleep. Okay? And they're asleep because they too haven't connected to their fragmented, broken psyche. But even us as empaths, I feel like even though we have the broken psyche due to the experiences we have in life, I feel like those pieces are still like glowing or glittery or throbbing or something. Like we still, even as broken as we are, we feel and see things in an in-depth a, in a in way that's just not like how most people go about life, you know? And that's why it's so important for us to glue these pieces back together, because I think us empathic people are really here for a really special purpose. And I'm not talking here about hierarchy, but we're here for a really special purpose, which is to help other people see the value in really connecting to our core. If every human being connected to their core, whoa, we would not be dealing with half the bullshit that we're dealing with in this country and this society and in this world right now. <clears throat> Cause we would all understand our sovereignty, right? And when you understand who you are, then you understand what you're not, and then you can understand what other people are and you can also understand what other people are not. And that's where compassion and love is deeply cultivated. Right? So I feel like I said a lot, and I feel like what I said was valuable, and I really hope this resonated with each and every one of you that are listening to this. If this recording got into your hands, then you are meant to hear this, and I am so grateful that you're here in this space sharing your time with me, right? Right? to listen to my, to my path and my journey, my story and my perspectives on things. So I'm going to end it right here because it feels good. Um, If you haven't already looked at the description in this uh, podcast, I do link up my IG and I do link up my email. If you have comments or questions, please reach out. I want to connect with you guys. I care about each and every one of you. And it would mean the world to me to know and hear feedback on how I'm doing. Or if you have questions, um, it'd be amazing to get to a point where I can just start kind of um, answering questions to other empathic people um, on how to navigate this journey called life. So reach out. I'm here. And until the next episode, please take care. Bye.